DW. Take a walk across Nyando area in Kenya's Kisumu County in Western Kenya. And this is a common scene. Rain and driving hail. There is water surrounding us as far as the eye can see. You will be forgiven for thinking that this place, where once a village stood, is a lake. But despite the abundance of water, hundreds of people can be seen wandering around with jerrycans in search of life-sustaining water for drinking and cooking. So, in this region of Kenya being pounded by heavy rains, why are taps running dry? Residents of Nyando say that they have never experienced such erratic water supply. Quinta Oketch, who is a mother of three, is today finally going home after spending two weeks in an evacuation camp. She says she never imagined flooding could lead to a lack of water. In her hand, she clenches a five-liter jerrycan of water, water that is more precious in her village than anything else. Her main source of water, a shallow well, is in ruins. We invested a lot in digging our water well. We always had water. But then the water became too much and ruined the well completely. Before it was full of water and now we have none. Floods ripped through western Kenya starting in September, displacing tens of thousands. These seasonal rains arrived late and are only now at the end of October subsiding, just in time for the longer rainy season, which typically starts in November. Data from the National Water Authority estimates that daily water demand in Kisumu stands at 64,000 cubic meters, against a supply of 18,000 cubic meters. Most people rely on unprotected water sources, such as Oketch's shallow well. Normally during such disasters, we used to fetch water from the area chief's camp. But right now, the water at the chief's camp too is very salty. It cannot be used to make even tea or porridge. So we have to travel for a long distance to get water, but then we don't have a way to store the water we need for more than a full day. In Oketch's case, the chief's well became salty due to overuse. But beyond that, a big part of the problem is that pit latrines have overflown with raw waste, contaminating many water sources and exposing residents to the risk of waterborne diseases. 49-year-old Oumo Tieno had just taken out a loan to construct a shallow well, which has provided him with an interrupted water supply for a year. Once the flooding began, water from his three almost full latrines poured into the well, causing a few unsuspecting family members to get severely sick. We are really suffering. We have floods that have caused a lot of displacement. The water has even swept away our cows and goats. Although this cannot match the number of chickens that have been swept away by the floods, we are in great suffering. We have no food. We have nothing left. With roads now submerged in water, locals have to use boats where once motor vehicles and bicycles were the norm. Here in Kisumu, 
The COVID-19 pandemic, along with climate change, are coming together to create a crisis of food insecurity, water pollution, water scarcity, and displacement. College student Masi Mukami from the Jaramugyo Gingaudinga University of Science and Technology believes nature is lashing back against human carelessness. The COVID-19 pandemic has joined hands with climate change to punish us for destroying our environment. People plant near the rivers, causing soil erosion, and people cut trees for firewood and all these. All these things that nature gave us could have saved us to fight the floods. But you see, the environment is not merciful at all. A recent scholarly report provided recommendations for the local government to deal with flooding, including building flood-proof infrastructure and well-equipped rescue centers, along with investing in preparedness and setting aside resources for emergencies. The study also recommended increasing natural drainage and against building in the river areas. The government says it is doing what it can for the estimated 32,000 people who have been displaced by floods in Kisumu County, including for these families who are packing their belongings in preparing to evacuate. Area Governor Anyang Nyongo says that help in form of relocation, relief food, clean water, medical supplies, blankets and mosquito nets are being offered to the affected. We've been having floods recently again and people have been moved to safe collection centers due to ongoing rains. But managing crises as they come shouldn't be the only approach many say. Experts point out another possible solution against water scarcity, that people can control and store seasonal and irregular water flows, for example, by guiding water to man-made pools. This could act to both store water and protect populations from flood hazards. In order to limit flood damage, survive drought and secure access to water, environmental science lecturer Jared Olunga brings out one other measure that could be critical in addressing flooding on rivers like the Nyando, which bursts its banks whenever heavy rains come. Nyando, this is a matter that we have discussed for way too long, but the national government, in collaboration with the county government of Kisumu, should step in and erect dikes along the river banks. Water supply can be secured by granting better access to water from reservoirs behind dams and by harvesting rainwater. And of course, acting to prevent climate change is a long-term solution for greatly reducing the risk of floods. But without the local and national government's help, locals here will be left high and dry, or rather, low and wet, yet without anything to drink. For DW from Western Kenya's Kisumu County, I am Andrew Wasike. DW.